Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. I'm going to begin today with an urgent plea for all of you listening to plan to be in Albany on Tuesday, March 12th for our annual Physician Advocacy Day. You owe it to your patients to make sure your legislators are aware of all of the practice threats you face, including several adverse state budget proposals, which you can read more about in this week's Misney Pulse and Insider. For the morning program on March 12th, you will have the opportunity to hear from and ask questions to New York's Health Commissioner, Dr. James McDonald, as well as the chairs of the New York State Assembly and Senate Health Committee and Insurance Committee, among many others. In the afternoon, you will have the opportunity to meet with your local senators and assembly members in meetings that will be organized by your county medical society. Please look for more information in today's Pulse and on the MISNI website for how you can register for this important program. A little more on why it is so imperative to have a good turnout from physicians in Albany on March 12th. This week, MISNI President-elect Dr. Jerome Cohen delivered testimony at a joint Senate Assembly hearing examining the health portion of the executive budget submitted by the governor last week. Dr. Cohen's testimony began with support for some positive items, including increasing the per-member-per-month Medicaid rate for the patient-centered medical home program, further student loan repayment programs, continuation of telehealth payment parity, and expanded health insurance subsidies. All are positive steps towards enhancing patient access to skilled primary and specialty physician care. However, Dr. Cohen's testimony quickly pivoted to Misney's strong objections to the myriad of state budget proposals that are completely counterproductive to maintaining patient access to community-based physician care and at odds with the governor's messaging about enhancing New Yorkers' access to needed care, including needed behavioral health care. Specifically, Dr. Cohen identified our strong opposition to the proposal to repeal authorization for the MISNI Committee for Physicians Health Program, which has for over 40 years provided needed treatment services for thousands of physicians facing behavioral health or addiction issues, and is more important than ever, given the increased incidence and spotlight on physician burnout. Last year, the state legislature and the governor agreed to continue this essential program for an additional five years. And as a reminder, CPH is not funded out of the general fund, but through a $30 set aside through the physician's biennial registration fee. Dr. Cohen also noted Misney's alarm with a proposal that would impose thousands or tens of thousands even dollars in new costs on the 15,000 physicians enrolled in the excess medical malpractice insurance program by requiring them to pay 50% of the coverage cost. This would translate to a nearly $40 million hit to community-based physicians across the state who already pay among the highest medical liability insurance costs in the nation. Dr. Cohen noted that this cost imposition is not tenable for many physicians and would force many physicians to decline taking this coverage, which is a risk for the patients who are the ultimate beneficiaries of this program. He also raised objections to proposals that would remove important physician oversight and collaboration 
for care provided by various non-physician providers, including a proposal for physician assistance to practice without any physician supervision after 8,000 clinical hours if they practice in primary care or are employed by a hospital. Dr. Cohen noted that proposals like this do not provide the panacea for care access in underserved areas that some argue it will, as data from across the country shows that when non-physicians are given expanded scope, they choose to practice in the same location where physicians practice. He urged the panel to prioritize expanding access to skilled primary and specialty care physicians instead of these imperfect solutions that seek to replace physicians. Another concerning proposal would repeal the ability of physicians to bring claim disputes with Medicaid managed care plans to the independent dispute resolution process. This change would overturn a recent decision by the New York Department of Financial Services that did permit physicians the right to appeal these claims through IDR. MISNI has raised concerns that this proposal would lead to steep health insurer payment cuts and also for insurers to pare down these networks, as well as discouraging many physicians from providing essential on-call emergency department care. It is clear we have our work cut out for us on all of these issues. And now you can see why we need you to be in Albany on March 12th. We have created grassroots links on the MISNI website for each of these issues that will make it easier for physicians to register their objections to these proposals with the Assembly and the Senate. Turning to upcoming CME, please put on your calendar Wednesday, February 21st at 7.30 a.m. for the next Medical Matters one-hour webinar, The Many Faces of COVID with our faculty, Dr. Bill Valenti. And, like I've mentioned before, please plan to put on your long-term calendar the next series of the Women's Physician Leadership Academy CME programming that will occur on the Saturday mornings of March 2nd, March 9th, and March 16th. More information on these programs will be forthcoming. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast and for your support for MISNI and your County Medical Society. We will speak again next week.